uh, Agent Aaron Thorpe, are you prepared to accept this mission? Should you choose to accept it? Are you prepared yes, to accept it if if you've chosen to accept it? <laughs> yes, sir. All right. Well, then you have been granted the privilege of hearing the message from the dying embers of democracy. It's up to you, Agent Aaron Thorpe, to uh, save democracy uh, by infiltrating the Secretaries of State office of at least 14 states. <laughs> 14. <laughs> It was it's something like arbitrary like that. It was like a number. I'm going to need backup, man. Hold on. You're going to need some backup. You're going to need backup. <laughs> yeah. That's why I'm here to help you. Even though this message will self-destruct, I'm the message I will self-destruct at the end of this <laughs> message. I'm here, I'm here to help you. You can take me with you, and once I'm done with the message and I self-destruct, that'll be the, the, the way I help. Wait, are you gonna self destruct on camera? I can self destruct on camera. I can self destruct off camera. Whatever you want yeah. me, however way you want me to self destruct, just let me know and I'll start winding my message down. All right, and all then right, I'll right. explode and maim like fourteen individuals in a <laughs> farmers market. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. Uh, so like I was not aware of this. Uh, Tom sent me this last night. I was not aware of and this. You, you sent it to me too, because I did. I didn't see this shit. I did not hear of this. Yeah, I, I'm really shocked. I didn't hear this. I'm like six weeks late to this. This is this fucking rules. <laughs> tardy boys, man. Yeah, the tardy boys. <laughs> <laughs> Never <laughs> underestimate the tardy boys to arrive late to a story. Never on time, but not necessarily wrong either. <laughs> Um, oh, I was late to this. Okay, so uh, Amy McGrath, she worked like her, the the PAC, the Political Action Committee. For those of you not in the know, for those of you who don't yeah. know what PAC is, you're new yeah. to politics. It's not Pac Man. Not Pac Man. <laughs> not the loud PAC. No, no, not the six pack. <laughs> None of those things. Oh. Um, her PAC. I think her PAC is called like. Your Honor or something like that. It's it's something You're, called like. Are you serious? Yeah, it's it's called. Uh, dude, Honor Bound, Honor Bound Pack. <laughs> that is some loser shit, man. I mean, this is a reference. I'm assuming to like not just duty to the country, but it's a it's an Im- implication of her military background. Cause was, wasn't she like a fighter, a fighter pilot, fighter, like a that? fighter pilot. Yeah. Like, honestly, that's the fucked up thing about Top Gun Maverick is that like <laughs> the real Top Gun Maverick is Amy McGrath. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like this cool leather wearing jacket or like bomber jacket wearing guy with sunglasses. It's just fucking Amy it's McGrath, Amy McGrath. With her, like Bob or whatever, man. Yeah. 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 Um, oh, God. Uh, so she, her, her campaign pack, Honor Bound, gave all this money to another project that she started called American SOS Project. Did not, (laughs) did not see where this was going, honestly. It really caught me by surprise. Um, I didn't know what they meant by SOS, but they mean it quite literally. Um, Yeah, like a call for help, right? A call for help. The bat signal. Yeah, she put out the bat signal. Um, she. So let me play you the ad. The uh, ad, the ad is fucking great, by the way. 
Because the ad does, the ad commits a cardinal sin of video, yeah. video media, which is yeah. never put a better piece of media in your media. And oh yeah, I know what you're saying. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like yes, how yes. like for example, like Hillbilly Elegy, they had like Terminator 2 playing on the TV or something. You know what I mean? It's like, that just makes me want to watch Terminator 2. Like, yeah, I'm just about to stop this shit and just watch Terminator 2. Exactly. This exactly. is an advertisement for another movie within the movie. So it fucks up by opening the ad up with obviously something you can't top. You cannot top the way this ad opens. It, it fucks up for several reasons because... It's an Amy McGrath ad, so ostensibly it's aimed at the sort of, like, liberal middle, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they fucking hate Trump. They're the people who don't find him funny in any ways. Like, they literally exactly. have, like, a visceral reaction when Orange Man comes on screen and says things. Yeah, people they get I nauseous. Yeah, yes, yes, they throw up. <laughs> yes. I can't understand these people because I find them to be hilarious, obviously. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. so obviously that's a fuck up because they're not going to watch it because it's got mm -hmm. again Cheeto Man mm. talking. So, who is this ad for? The only <laughs> answer I can come up with is this: this ad was made for me and you and the entire yeah. Trillbillies audience. Really, it's for it's for, yeah. it's for people <laughs> like it's for us. People, it's it's for people with like calcified braids who mine content, <laughs> right? And pick out the most. And you know what this reminds me of, man? I think, I think we had done an episode like last year where we were talking about Amy McGrath was brought up, and apparently, and correct me if I'm wrong, man, but wasn't she filming? Wasn't she airing ads? in like Republican states or some shit like that. It was just like 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 completely going for the wrong demographic and target, you know? Right. She was like they, well one thing like they they were airing ads in like Ohio media markets and stuff, which like these people yeah. can't vote for. Amy yeah, exactly. They can't give her a lot of money, which is like that's the whole point of this thing, right? I mean, like yeah. if it's not obvious at this point, it is a grift. Like 1000%. Oh, Dude, she's setting up like shell companies, like shell packs or whatever, man, <laughs> to funnel this money to a losing so he could burn like a million dollars. She's a pile of money. She's creating more shell companies than like GM when they're trying to shed their pension <laughs> obligations. Like, yeah. Man, they went hard after Bernie Madoff, man, but the Democrats are like the biggest like pyramid scheme. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they really are the biggest pyramid schemers, man. This is a quintessential example. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. So like, you know, it's a grift because it's content that's not made. It's content made only for the deranged. That's a pretty good <laughs> definition of a grifter. Yeah. Somebody who only makes con exclusively makes content for the deranged. Yes. <laughs> yes. The most deranged members of our society. Oh, shit. Man. Um, so like, again, it's not an ad for anybody. It flew under no. my radar, which means that, like, nobody watched it. Like, not even mm. the libs watched it who it was, again, ostensibly aimed at. And mm. the conservatives, of course, because, I mean, who's Amy McGrath? To them, like, it's top-down. You know, yeah. they, they may have heard that name somewhere in, like... Yeah, their... like, once ever. <laughs> like, they have no existence of any Democrats that are running for office in that... Like, at all, exactly. man, in that state yeah, or otherwise. Exactly. Um, so... Let me play the video for you. Like I said, just keep in mind that it's a. Uh, it opens with a banger, obviously. <laughs> the, the Trump quotes in this are hilarious. 
So what are we going to do here, folks? I only need 11,000 votes. Fellas, I need 11,000 votes. Give me a break. <laughs> I've listened to what you know, the president has just said. President Trump, we don't agree that you have one. Well, Mr. President, the challenge that you have is the data you have is wrong. That's the Secretary of State. We do have an yeah. The Georgia Secretary of State. No, I know you don't. Oh, good. No, no, you don't. no, you, you don't. don't. Have, you don't have not even close. <laughs> you got, you're off by hundreds of thousands of votes. We're in a field. Amy McGrath is sitting down at a bench. I'm Amy McGrath, and like so many other veterans, I fought to protect our democracy. Well, that phone call with President Trump berating Georgia's Secretary of State is what autocracy sounds like. Uh huh. We would expect yeah. this from Vladimir Putin, Vladimir. not an American president. <laughs> of course. And President Trump is still pushing his big lie. Imagine what would have happened if the secretaries of state the big lie, in Georgia, TM. Arizona, <laughs> and Michigan had not stood up to him. Republicans and Democrats. Here in Washington, they don't build monuments to secretaries of state, but maybe they should. <laughs> Donald Trump thinks this is the weakest link in the chain because it's an office no one pays attention. Oh, like so, so she's yeah. as she's pointing out right here. She's like sitting in front of the Washington Monument. Like yeah. we don't build. Is it, you think it's the actual Washington Monument, or you think it's like some fucking green screen type of shit? One thousand percent green screen. It looks yeah, okay. fake because it looked I mean, a little bit too shiny. She's got. I mean, she's grown her hair out a little bit, you know. Yeah. She's she's looking a little um, she's looking a little more like the girl bossy. Yeah, I guess I don't know. She like I th- uh, she I think what it is is she's trying to appear more relaxed. Like I don't have mm. the weight of democracy on my shoulders anymore. So like, yeah. it's up to you now, my followers, yeah. my millions yes. and millions of followers. I, I'm passing to, the baton. I'm to passing you. the baton to you. <laughs> Take up my mantle, the McGrath mantle, <laughs> and go forth and save democracy by focusing on Secretary of State elections in like four states <laughs> <laughs> that are already held by Republicans, right? I think most of the ones she named were held by Republicans. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking loser mentality, right? So it's like to them, it's fascinating because like it's kind of a continuation of like the rogue White House staffer or rogue EPA staffer or whatever in the mm. early Trump years. It's like a kind of uh, deification of mm. the brave, uh, you know, principled like whistleblower in yeah. the institution or in society. Like it's, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, it, it, it's really, it's really about like, I mean, they use the same Patriot, except they don't really use the word Patriot because that's been like, you know, uh, that's been dominated by the right. They took that. Right. 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 But right. It is the same kind of like sense of like save your country. Right. And it doesn't matter <laughs> what party you're a member of as long, even if you do it at the last fucking second to save your own skin, like that, um, Mike Pence, uh, op-ed or whatever by that person that was like Democrats he should be a hero to Democrats Mike Pence of all fucking people you know what I'm saying it's um yeah like they yes they have put on this sort of like godlike pedestal the the principled objectors the conscientious objectors mm. inside the administrations and like mm. yeah she named the Arizona Secretary of State and the Georgia Secretary of State um but uh, anyway, let's, let's see what else she's got yeah. here. So he's been recruiting election deniers to run for secretary of state in crucial swing states this year. People who will do whatever work. he asks when they count the ballots in the next presidential election. 
we have to stop this from happening. That's interesting. So is that is that true? Is like Trump is Trump focusing on his secretary? It's kind of smart if that is the case. <laughs> but you know he could he could honestly if that's the case. He didn't come up with that shit. You know what I'm saying? It's no, like, yeah. and this is and this is why this shit is <laughs> insane. What she's saying, right? Because you damn know you you damn well know Trump is not coming up with that shit. So it's all these Republican operatives, right? Right. Of the same party of people that she's hoping will recognize their true duty to this country. You know what I'm saying? Like she's investing this hope in the Republican Party that is actually trying. You know what I mean? They trying yeah. to like 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 do this minoritarian rule, like. What do you think? You think you're going to have the one like Liz Cheney, like the brave one Liz Cheney, who's literally just doing it for like media time? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like FaceTime for cynicism? Like, come on, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're right. That is like an entire apparatus of operatives who go out and kind of like, I don't know. You know, I'm reading that Rick Perlstein book before the storm. Mm. I I mentioned it on the Patreon episode. On Patreon, yeah. About like Barry Goldwater and everything. And it's fascinating how many people were behind the scenes kind of engineering things. Uh, Mm. You know, people who didn't want to be out in the limelight, who looked Mm. for like holes or loopholes in the sort of laws and and norms and stuff governing all Mm. the institutions and exploited them and uh are the democrats doing even that anymore it seems to me that they have a vague appeal to like duty and courage and decorum and and stuff but it doesn't even seem like they're even really uh, outdoing the uh, maybe they are i don't know i'm not in that world you know what what? that's that's such a good point because i was thinking about it it was like Yo, she's saying that uh, he's trying to get uh, whether true, whether it's true or not, trying to get these Republicans in these uh, secretary of state positions that will be favorable to him. Right. Overturn election. Next time what happen. So I'm just like, yo, if you know the game is rigged, why don't you just cheat, too? You know what exactly. I mean? And I know they jer- and I know they gerrymander like I know they gerrymander in like liberal states and cities. I know the Democrats do it, too. But like. Why, yo, stop complaining and just like get your money up and like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, man. You know, maybe that's like cynical myself, but I mean, it's all fucking cynical, right? Like, I none guess of it really matters. Right, right, right. That's the thing. Like, I guess the McGrath people are trying to fundraise to mount a like opposition to this, like a counter yeah. insurgency. Yeah. Um, but they do it more from like a sense of like, yeah, you're right, like civic duty and decorum and stuff. Mm. Whereas the Republicans obviously do it to win. Win, um, yeah, they do it to cynically win. Exactly, exactly. Uh, which is like not an original point by any means. It's just, mm. and and that's why like going to the McGrath mine is always going mm. to, uh, you're always going to come back feeling bad about yourself. <laughs> yes, um, yes. Because, I mean, it is just the, men, like, the banality and the... Mm-hmm. What's the word? Is is mundanity the word for Monday? The Monday, yeah, the mundanity. <laughs> just like, just like, I mean, it's just like, bro, it's like getting really stoned and sitting on the couch and eating a whole entire bag of your favorite <laughs> chips or candy or cookies, and you just feel disgusting after that. Or like days when I don't do shit but like watch Trek and I'm just on my phone and my brain feels like mush. You know what I mean? It's just like slop. You know, yeah. it's like you just feel kind of gross and icky, like even listening to this shit but it's also pretty funny you know yeah 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 um so all right honor bounds all right let's we're, we've entered the dramatic third act of the commercial <laughs> the top good act yeah the top 
<laughs> I mean, to be fair, she does rock the leather jacket. Um, but, uh, like, Top Gun Maverick, um, obviously with Amy McGrath, I haven't seen it yet, but... I haven't seen it either. I'm, I'm sure, like all reboots, it's just kind of a literal cut, cut copy and paste from... <laughs> The original, oh, com- completely. <laughs> With like Superman characters. Returns by uh, by a uh, Bride Singer was literally Superman nineteen seventy eight. It was just the same fucking movie. Yet, uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Man, I don't know the thing about it though is that like this is like the second time in the past couple years that Amy McGrath is like popping back up, and then in Georgia, Stacey Abrams. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It's just like these <laughs> constant right. fucking like these losers, <laughs> this revolving door fucking losers that keep popping Dude, up. You're so fucking like, right because like. And and it's the same in Texas with Beto, and we've pointed it out, but when we pointed it out in the past, that was one of those things where I was like, eh, but that'll be irrelevant in a couple years. Like, there will be a new crop of those type of people. But no, like, they all just keep coming back. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> even even like Hillary, I mean, well, Hillary is like the the proge- uh, progenitor of it, right? Because like, you know, there are like always whispers and talks of whether or not she's going to run again, well, which even, is happening again. You dude, know, dude, like even just this week though, wasn't there an article about perhaps Bernie doing it again? It's like even yes, with I saw it on my like, timeline. I was like, what the fuck? No, dude, it is so. It is. It's just another one of those like facts or or data points that you kind of fixate on as proof that like. We might be heading towards something like cataclysmic. I mean, yes. you know what I mean. That that yes. I don't know. It's just like there is no alternative, and there's no one even on the to come off the bench. <laughs> Listen, we can't even rely on that party anyway for anything. But let's just say that they're the institutional uh, defense against whatever you want to call it, the creeping fash or whatever, right? But they still have the same people cro- like popping up. I mean, I know there are like old as fuck like Republicans, you know. So I can't say too much about Dianne Feinstein, like, it's not on the other side. But at least with the GOP, they have, like, Marjorie Taylor Greene. I mean, they had Madison Cawthorn. But it's not even about being young blood. It's just about fresh blood, you know? Like, they constantly have these cycles, every cycle that pop up. And the Democrats, uh-huh. which you get an AOC every four years. <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah. Every eight years. Dude, that reminds me, the Paul Pelosi thing about him uh. getting a DUI. Yes, my, my, yes. Theory, my theory about this, my theory about this, is that Paul Pelosi. So Paul Pelosi is eighty-two years old. He's like eighty-two God or eighty-three. Damn, and, dude, that's fucking crazy, right? <laughs> but like, I think that the reason, I think it was like orchest- orchestrated and engineered because like the charges have been dropped, nothing has come of it. <laughs> it was whatever. It just immediately disappeared. I think that what it actually is is I think it's like a democratic op. To because pr- like when Joe Biden runs again in 2024, he will be 82. So I think they're trying to yeah. like put the idea out there, like, look, w- they can still party. 82 year olds yeah. can still party. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like they're gonna have like they're gonna have like Joe Biden like <laughs> I don't fucking know, man. Like a photo op where he goes on vacation, jet ski, <laughs> some shit like that. You know what I mean? Or he's like shooting hoops with Obama. You know what I mean? To make it look like, oh no, I still got it. This is the thing, though. Okay, going back to what we were saying a second ago, though. <laughs> I'm afraid we might be enter- entering the times, the dreaded, infamous times that try men's souls. We might be entering <laughs> yeah. a time that tries men's souls. <laughs> so, as proof, here, let's finish mm. the, let's finish Amy McGrath's invocation to I formed duty. the American SOS Project. We need to engage in Secretary of State races across the country and defeat these Trump anti-democracy candidates before they can get into office. But I need your help to do it. 
join the American SOS project and help protect free and fair elections like a member? here in the United States. Yes. Like a card carrying member? Otherwise, next time, a Secretary of State just might agree with him. Watch, this is the best Trump quote. I won this election by hundreds of thousands of votes. There's no way I lost Georgia. There's no way. We won by hundreds of thousands of votes. <laughs> I'm just going by small what? numbers. When you add them up, they're many times the 11,000. <laughs> I won that state by hundreds of thousands. Would you add the... Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Did she open the video with... Did she open the video with a Trump quote and close it with a Trump quote? <laughs> Well, and the Trump quote itself is fucking hilarious because it's Trump being like, listen, many thousands of numbers, but small numbers, but 11,000. Dude, you listen. can't. You can't put it in a sandwich like that. You can't put the most important, important part of your fucking whole pitch she in a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> she made an Oreo. An Amy McGrath Oreo that where the crunchy chocolate parts are Donald Trump are tasty Donald Trump quotes. Yes, yes. And then Amy McGrath in the middle is Amy McGrath being Top Gun Maverick. Yes. Telling yes, you to stand athwart his bland, flavorless, like white, <laughs> just like no, <laughs> man, I'm good on that shit. Vaguely sweet. Oh, she God, sandwiched man. it. <laughs> I just love again. I just love that fucking quote. I'm just going by small numbers, but when you add them up, <laughs> they're many times the eleven thousand. But <laughs> <laughs> he's so fucking ridiculous. Um, Dude, oh my god, man. Uh, well, so wait, one thing up. Go ahead, go ahead. No, James, you go ahead. ahead. No, I was just thinking one thing. We were talking about like who this is supposed to be for, and like you know, it's really weird because it's not that. I mean, I know what a Secretary of State is, right? But I think if you just go out on the street and ask people, especially in these like <laughs> districts where she's trying to like pitch this ad to, people don't even fucking know who this person is. Like they don't understand the mechanisms and I barely do, right? And you know, I might be fucking wrong, but I don't think so. Like people don't understand like these mechanisms of government and shit to understand what the fuck these people do, you know what I mean? Dude, this is also <laughs> part of the thing with the Chesa Budin thing. It's like yeah. nobody knows Everybody has heard the term district attorney, but like mm -hmm. the people who would most benefit from a a quote unquote progressive DA would mm -hmm. be poor and working people who like yeah. don't pay attention to that micro level of politics. I feel like like no. district like voting for district attorneys, especially for recalls, like only a very yeah. specific. I feel like class, maybe mm -hmm. a, a constellation of classes classes, mm -hmm. you know, are are really that interested in recall elections you know what i mean yeah yeah no nah, man i think i think that i mean i didn't i don't know much about it besides he got recalled but like just the uh, assembly of forces like these rich liberals reactionaries cops like you know small business like real estate like you know vultures and shit like that i mean like all of these people colluded and conspired against him and i mean i don't i don't i know probably uh, san francisco is like not like a city that's you know it's 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 probably like just a bunch of fucking rich liberals right yeah. but like the people there that would have been most most benefited from chesa Boudin probably either didn't know about the recall maybe or maybe if they did maybe just thought why bother go and vote you know what i mean right. yeah it no. seemed like a whole effort that was just pushed by these assembly of forces you know 
It is interesting. I mean, it's just whether you engage in it or not, it's just a fact of electoral politics. It's that, like, there are certain offices in certain kind of elections. There's a a hierarchy of interest Mm -hmm. in certain elections. Like, Mm -hmm. but I don't know. I don't live in San Francisco. Maybe it was on every fucking bus stop and, you know, a street corner. I don't know. Who who the hell knows? Mm -hmm. But uh, Mm -hmm. it is interesting, though, to see what offices... Like the left is like the electoral left is focused on, and what offices the liberal left is focused on. Because, I mean, you know, I I, I guess I do see the use in, like, I guess someone honorable having a secretary of state. But it's like that's one of those things. Like that's a job that you give to like the most responsible guy in your community, like the nicest, exactly. most buttoned up, like. Uh, you know, guy with integrity, the guy that has the most yes. integrity in your community, just the one that counts the votes. Like, you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, it's exactly. hilarious that it's even a bipartisan quote unquote position in the first place, mm-hmm. even though I know no such position really truly exists. Mm-hmm. But it, it just seems like one of those positions, man, that like, it just seems like if the parties are in control of running state elections and they do it through the secretary of state, then why would you think that a Republican Secretary of State would deviate <laughs> from the Republican national plan of minoritarianism? Right. You know what I'm saying? It, like, why honest, would they do that? It's honestly shocking that there were like a few, like that one in mm. Georgia and the one in Arizona. It is honestly shocking that if like yeah. there were like two of them that were like, no, this is where I'm putting my, sh- you know, shovel in the sand, yeah, yeah. where I'm putting my drawing the line in the sand. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I wonder just, why though. Because I don't think, man, I refuse to believe that these people do anything for non-cynical reasons. Even the people that I kind of sort of like, right? And maybe that's a controversial statement, but I mean, it's politics. It's all transactional, right? There's always some level of cynicism to it. But, like, I don't think these people did it because, like, Liz Cheney, for example, not Secretary of State, but, like, you know, she's on the January 6th hearings and shit like that, spoke out against Trump. Uh Dude, you're just doing it because you want to, like, salvage a legacy or... I don't know, man. Like, I don't think they're doing it out of, like, pure reason. You know what I'm saying? Because they believe it, you know? I think that they probably have some inclination of, like, the bloodbath that's coming. And they're yeah. and they're trying to save... Some of them are trying to save their names for history. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. there might be others that are just doing it for short-term gain. Like, mm. they, maybe they're reading the winds and being like, actually, Trump's becoming irrelevant. Mm. And the new political and cultural hegemony in the next 20, 30, 40 years will be the liberal cause. It could be mm-hmm. that. Um, but, like, there is a tension there, and mm-hmm. which is that, like, the conservatives have taken over most of the governing institutions in this country. <laughs> yeah. And so, I mean, that, I feel like that only ends one way. Uh, yeah. I don't know. You know. I mean, it ends multiple ways, but it doesn't mm. keep going. <laughs> I'm so, I'm nah. so <laughs> You know, you brought up a good point too. You like you talked about like like the positions that the electoral like socialist left, I guess, goes for versus like you know left liberals, and it's like, you know, I think that also that same sort of party discipline that the GOP has, like the lack of party discipline on like the liberal side right or the left side or whatever i guess you want to call it that's what kind of fails us because what if you get like a slate of candidates running for like you know um like i know new york dsa is focused on on a slate of candidates for city council or something Uh but they already got to work within like a neoliberal 
you know what I'm saying? Like state yeah. legislature and shit, right? right and like right, right. the discipline is just not really there, so you can't really hold these people accountable. So, I mean, I guess what I'm telling people is like, don't fucking vote, fuck electoralism. No, that's not what I'm saying. I don't know. I don't it's know just, what I'm saying. You know? All it is is it's just <laughs> a limitation. I mean, that's exactly. that's it. It's like if you yeah. choose to engage in this. Your limitation is these structures, norms, and institution. If you choose to engage in like violent, uh, whatever, like blowing up mm-hmm. pipelines, your limitations mm-hmm. are potentially jail and yeah. part of your life taken away from. You know what I mean? Like every yeah, path yeah, yeah. you take, there's yeah. limitations. Um, but it's uh, but yeah, but 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 unless you're like a conservative, because mm-hmm. I mean that's the, that's the thing. Like it's the thing I keep I just keep thinking about. Like mm-hmm. especially reading those Pearlstein books. Like every part of america like all the sort of norms and laws Mm. baked into it were overall uh you know meant to favor what industrial capital you know capitalist democracy has brought us up to at this point yeah yeah and so like they can exploit that they can exploit the sort of they're like fish and water man like it's just their natural like fish and water and like i mean i don't know the democrats are trying to like you're right. I mean, they I don't move. Know, they they they're it, able to move more. I mean, at this point, like the liberals' greatest advantage is that there are a lot of fucking liberals out there. Mm-hmm, there really mm-hmm. are. I mean, there's a fuckload. Yeah. And so, yeah. and culturally dominant too. Yeah, exactly. And so, like that. Um, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's mm-hmm. just a. It's just. But at the same time, with this Budin recall, you do see how, in the aggregate, when push comes to shove, they probably will choose the fascist option. Um, Mm -hmm. Unless, I mean, that's just because of the political economy of San Francisco. Do you think any person in uh, the sort of upper middle class of San Francisco wants the world to change fundamentally? Hell no. Fuck no. Hell no. Like, no, the world is working out for them pretty fucking well. I mean, especially exactly. with Silicon Valley and everything. Now, the upper middle class in another part of the country, though, mm. may feel a different way. And, mm. Uh, mm. you know, yeah. I don't know. It just depends. It literally this is a massive motherfucking country. And yeah. I, don't, I don't know. It's just. Man, what, what bothered me, though, I think what infuriated me with the recall thing was like after because essentially what it is is it's it's a pushback against this whole you know quote progressive prosecuted da and essentially what that means then is that oh we're just going to rely on police right and it just blows my fucking mind that a couple weeks after uvalde you know yeah like after just like the cowardice and just like the inaction of the fucking police and then people said actually i guess we'd rather an institution that like like Mm -hmm. lets children die Instead of like, you know what I'm saying? Like making yeah. these like reforms and changes because, like you said, like they I guess they would side rather side with the, the fascists, right? You're right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I mean, it's a gamble. I don't know. It, I guess it's like the people making um this decision to you know be the conscientious objector mm. <laughs> from the Trump administration. Like in their case, it is also a, a gamble. I mean, I don't know this. Again, like that's kind of the thread we were working down. Like, why are they doing? I wonder why they're doing this. Like, I wonder why. Like, for example, my sixth night. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, that Yo. is that. Like, mm. that's like wasn't a, a fucking congress a congressional uh, candidate arrested this week because of his participation in, in January sixth? He was arrested yes. by the FBI. 
Yes, I think so. Yes, I don't. I did hear that. I don't remember the guy's fucking name, but yes, Ryan Kelly, a candidate yeah. for Michigan governor who was at the Capitol on January sixth, <laughs> is arrested by the FBI. Bro, you a dumb motherfucker. Like you can't come on, son. You didn't. You didn't get there. You ain't win the election yet. And if you won the election, you were there. Yeah, your ass would have been kicked out. Maybe I'm like, what the fuck are you doing in D.C.? Uh-huh. But, bro, you can't, like, blow your load before you even... He was a candidate, right? So he wasn't actually a politician. He was a candidate. He was a candidate, yeah. Come I'm on, sorry. bro. You should... Get the office first and then show up. And then show up to the cookout, man. The thing is... The, the... <laughs> <laughs> show up to the... To... <laughs> hey, what the fuck are you doing, Ryan? <laughs> yeah, like, come on, man. Um, he was the first person running for election in a major state or federal race to be charged in connection with the attack. According to a criminal complaint, Mr. Kelly was charged with committing violence against a person or property on restricted grounds, damaging federal property, disorderly conduct, and entering a restricted building on, or grounds without permission. Um, damn, dude. So, like, that's the cra- like that's the crazy thing. Like, I would be highly, I would be very surprised. I want to know, like, are all these people still assured in their convictions? Like, the QAnon shaman, is he, like, embarrassed or has he, like, changed his mind? And the same with, like, guys like this. Because, like, another thing this happened this week was that one of the Proud Boys, they, like, indicted, like, four. Yeah. Yeah, the guy, the the guy, he's he's supposedly the black or brown Proud Boy. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were talk about the drive. <laughs> they were indicted on seditious conspiracy charges, dude. God like, damn conspiracy! Like, like they're try- They're basically being tried as treasoners, right? Like, well, yeah, dude, they about to are carry we gonna see? Like, are we gonna see a fucking militia <laughs> firing squad <laughs> <laughs> at the side of the fucking Lincoln Monument or some shit? Hell yeah, dude! <laughs> Bring it back, bro! Bring it back! <laughs> Holy shit, dude. That's Yo. so fucking stupid. These people are so stupid. But, like, it's crazy that, like, 2022, the revolutionaries being executed against the Lincoln Monument are fucking proud boys. Yo, I do think, though, that I think that... Yo, I don't think that... I don't want to make it sound like, okay, these are people. I'm not going to, like, try to do this dichotomy where... You know, there are fundamental differences between liberals and and conservatives, right? They're just fucking people. So everyone has shame. Everyone has the capability, capacity to learn and, you know, be sorry and all that shit. But I don't think that I think these people double down, man, because they feel like they got caught because it confirms their worldview, man, Uh, that they're you know what I'm saying? That they're patriots and this evil, corrupt government is trying to take them down. So why would it that? Because I know if I was a revolutionary, I mean, look at us, man. If uh-huh. I was dumb enough to go storm the Capitol and the cops were like, you know, charging me with sedition, I'd be like, yeah, they fucking would, the fucking pigs. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, <laughs> It is pretty crazy, though, that, like, all of them did that, like, because all of them did that because they thought they would get away with it. They thought they would win. They, like, yeah. basically had Trump being like... <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's an amazing All scenario right, to genuinely believe in that you would have <laughs> you would have stormed the Capitol and he would have came out in a motorcade like yo and saved you, dude. Oh, that's insane. Fucking hell. Holy man. Shit. That is, <laughs> that is absolutely <laughs> That is insane, really. Oh my god. 
Also, I want to say this. I was thinking about this too. We were thinking about Jerry Six. It's not that. It's not that I'm cynical and I don't think it was a serious thing, but the pol- the people in Congress and shit, they don't think it's a serious thing, you know. And their cynicism makes me more cynical because if they thought it was serious, they would investigate the fucking cops, right? That were colluding with these right. groups, right? They would they would actually go to the material issues of why this shit happens, but they're not going to do that. What it is, them best, them you're too. exactly right. Like, you see them in real time manufacturing the narrative, the, the one that gets put in history books. I mean, the craziest fucking thing I saw this week. Well, th- like, The Atlantic, first of all, was fucking... Knocking him out of the park, right? Yeah, like, it was just 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 the whole uh, uh, bacchanalia of deranged content. Cranking him out of the park, and, and <laughs> yeah, and like I, uh, you know, I have mentioned many times my before my you know utmost respect for the Atlantic Ideas section, and mm-hmm. once again at a momentous week in American history, they they came with the heat. They came with the heat. They came with the heat. Dropping bombs. Dro- yeah, this. Um, so, yeah, this is by a guy named Jonathan V. Last. <laughs> v. Last? <laughs> he's last. It's like V period last? He's lasting, bro. He's got He's got the dick control. He's he's yeah. he's never coming. He's lasting he's maintained forever. <laughs> he's lasted forever. Maintained he's, it, man. He's edging forever. <laughs> There's ages. Um, oh, yeah, Jonathan V. Last, Mike Pence is an American hero. Oh, this Demo- is the one. Yeah. <laughs> Democrats should honor the Republican who's trying to end Trumpism. So, like, I, I like you see something like this, and I was like, eh. this was, by the way, right next to another great article in the Atlantic. So, like, there was the one about San Francisco, but there was this one. I love this one. The one witness at the January sixth hearing who matters most. It's you. Written by what? David <laughs> written by David Frum. <laughs> <laughs> the most important witness to the, the Iraq war is you. <laughs> the person <laughs> The atrocities of a million Iraqis today that you witnessed. You are the most important. It's you, the man reading this right now. <laughs> Dude, I fucking hate pieces like this because I mean like whatever. I mean obviously these people are writing for a specific audience to read it. But when people like us read it, it makes me feel even more offended. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, um, so, uh, so American uh, Mike Pence is an American hero. Um, at the January sixth committee hearings this week. Th- by the way, so this sounds—I don't know who the fuck Jonathan V. Last is, but I'm Ooh. going to assume that he is an eighth grader at like Parker Central High in. Yeah. You know, Des Moines, Iowa, whatever. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, the way this is written is literally written. He got, he got like a little hat with a propeller on it. Like, wears like a striped shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Walks around with a baseball bat. Like, fucking Ness from Earthbound. Yeah. He's got a massive pencil, like an overly large pencil. <laughs> He's got like a pencil case that's shaped like a dinosaur or some shit like that. Yeah. He's a child. At the January 6th committee hearings this week, there's likely to be evidence of gross misbehavior bordering on sedition from President Donald Trump and his confederates. The object of the hearings is to hold close, to hold these bad actors to account and propose systemic reforms to prevent another insurrection. 
Wait, wait, Terry, hold up real quick. You say Confederates? Confederates. You said Confederates. Yeah. Bruh, I hate when they try to do these historical <laughs> examples. Like He's like, like you know the last time this country was torn, almost torn apart? The Civil War perpetuated by the Confederacy? It's like, motherfucker, I'm, I, yeah, I get it, yo. I get it. <laughs> like, you know history. I you know, heard that shit. I know who was in the Civil War. <laughs> God damn. Um, here is another idea the committee might consider. Take a moment to praise Mike Pence. <laughs> Congress can name a building in his honor. I, dude, this is, I swear to fucking God. This is an essay contest at a middle school in the heart, somewhere in the heartland. In dairy this is country. profiles of courage for kids, bro. <laughs> This is like kids bought for profiles and courage. Uh Congress can name a building in his honor. The House and Senate could propose nonpartisan resolutions recognizing Pence for his service to democracy. We go get a Pence date. (laughs) January 6th is now (laughs) Pence State University. Yes. They're going to name Penn Station, and New York is going to be Pence Station. Every Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania. <laughs> For the man who saved democracy, Pennsylvania. We operate up the entire state. <laughs> oh my god, dude. Now nah, they're gonna rename the Lincoln Monument Pence Monument, and that's where they're gonna uh, execute the, the seditionist man outside of Pence Monument. Oh my fucking god. Oh my fucking god, god. dude. I can't believe this is a real article, bro. It's exactly like it's exactly like 9-11. It really is. It's like you really see how history is written in real time. Well, none of the important questions are asked. Like, yeah. as you were just saying, like, um, the looking at the role of the police. Why were all these mm. pipe bombs planted? Uh, mm-hmm. like, what the fuck is all that? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's all yeah. these questions yeah. exactly like in 9-11. Like, all the yeah. fucking Bush family's ties to the Saudi family and everything. But like, we're like, uh, nevertheless, man, because if you un- if you try to unravel that, like, Gordian knot of, like, contradictions, then you you have to implicate and indict yourself. Yeah, it's exactly right. right. It's like staring into the abyss, man. It's like, yo, you cannot look into it. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, then the Pandora's box, everything will be revealed, you know? Uh-huh. You're right. The House and Senate could propose nonpartisan resolutions recognizing Pence for his service to democracy. And then Joe Biden could give Pence the Presidential Medal of Freedom because while Pence... Hey, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Biden, Biden, go behind Pence. <laughs> lowering, <laughs> lowering that shit <laughs> over his fucking head, yo. Oh, man, dog. Yo, I would pay to see that shit, dog. I would pay to see that. that that's great. <laughs> dude, dude, please give please give Mike Pence the presidential medal. Yo, please, before, please. please. <laughs> we need to start like a fucking change.org petition some shit, bro. Please, son. Oh, fucking hell, man. That's that's good. <laughs> because <laughs> While Pence may not be the hero you or I might have wanted, he was the hero America needed. Like Batman, okay. straight out of fucking the Dark Again, Knight, bro. Like an eighth grader, an eight, dude. Like, can we just seriously take a minute and like reflect yeah. on how immature this is? Like, yeah. it is really scary. 
Like this is yes. how infantile the minds are yes. of these people. Yes, it is. It is hero worship to the degree that you completely throw out of the window all of the choices that like you have no like what's the um like object permanence i guess you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying like all of these actors right including mike pence that this is about that you want to praise how he facilitated all of this it is literally like i've met babies and dogs with more object permanence than this man <laughs> this is fucking insane dude apparently he's the editor of a magazine called the bulwark have you ever heard of the bulwark? Hell no, I hear that shit. Hey, what, Aaron, you're telling me you don't wake up every morning and fucking hit refresh on the bulwark. <laughs> you go bulwarking. You're bowling. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not that high minded. Yeah. What, Aaron? What are you doing this weekend? I'm. I'm. I think I'm gonna be working. I'm gonna be working. <laughs> I'm gonna be working. Not working. Working. I'm working. I'm, I'm on that. Bu- I'm going back at 2 a.m. for more bulwark. <laughs> Checking out the new hot content on bu- the bulwark. Wark. Waking up at 12 a.m. for that shit. <laughs> Pence has long been caricatured as a comically loyal stooge standing behind the president with befuddlement on his face and a fly on his head. Yet Pence did more to protect democracy both on January 6th and since than any other person inside the Trump administration or any Republican not named Liz Cheney or Adam Kinzinger. Recall that Trump had demanded that Pence refuse to count the Electoral College votes and certify the election at the joint session of Congress that was to formalize the outcome of the 2020 election. When Pence informed him that this was not legally permissible, Bod Woodward and Robert Costa reported the president told him, you can do this. I don't want to be your friend anymore if you don't do this. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my fucking God, dude. Oh, my God. He's, um... Pence knew what the president's mafioso talk meant. Maggie Harriman writes that on January 5th, Pence's chief of staff, Mark Short, called the Secret Service to inform them that, quote, the president was going to turn publicly against the vice president, and there could be a security risk to Mr. Prince, Mr. Pence because of it. I mean, I love how they've, like, elevated to, like, Roman-level Caesar mm. drama. You know what I mean? Yeah, He's going yeah. to turn publicly on... Mike Pence, yeah. like that motherfucker wasn't planning some like plot. He wasn't crossing any fucking Rubicon. Yeah. He was literally making it up on the fly. <laughs> Dude, he was literally just like not even playing chess, just looking at the chess pieces like a baby and just like putting them wherever he wanted. You know what I'm saying? Well, like, come it's, on, dude. It's crazy because like these people hate Trump so much, but they give him like so much credit. Like they really yes. literally like that. That's the error. That's really the part where like you could go wrong in these hearings it's like Mm. they wind up making trump look like some genius i mean again again i know this has been Mm. pointed out a thousand times but the election was literally stolen in 2000 and so like this now the fact that they're putting up such a big fucking fit such a big Mm. theater presentation over it now is really just proof that they really have no answers and it Absolutely. is, I mean, like, the theater of it is what's so terrifying. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That, like, mm-hmm. if some sort of cataclysm is coming, that, like, we had to sit through this entire drawn-out process when we all, well, most of us, mm-hmm. you know, lived through at least one American election being stolen, mm-hmm. if not many. It's just like... But not every single one, probably. <laughs> Shit, I know in my state alone, man, I'm about to go through another one, probably. Eh, I don't know if she lost. She probably would have lost anyway. But anyway, yeah. St- Stacey Abrams is. Yeah. Uh, you think she'll? You think she'll? 
Who, you don't doubt Stacey Abrams, man. Bro, Amy McGrath. Listen, bro. Like, listen. It's some <laughs> some kiss of death. I don't know by who. Maybe it was Hillary Clinton the kiss of death originally, or just just the kiss of death is their politics alone. Nah, man. She's gonna lose again. I feel, I feel that shit hard. I'm gonna vote for her, but she's gonna lose. Right. She'll she'll probably lose. She'll probably lose. I mean, it's just I don't know, man. You know, which is which is why. Anyway, anyway, it's just insane, man. They have no plan. Um. Around this same time, some of Trump's supporters erected a gallows. An actual... Oh, wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> shit, sorry. Bro, I've been to protests before when it left in that shit, man. That shit is so funny, dude. They're doing the same shit. <laughs> um... Oh my god. So yeah, so the president is going to turn publicly against the vice president. You got this like really dramatic, you know, Roman influence yeah. like Grecian like tragedy uh sort of setup which is exactly what happened. At Trump's January 6th rally on the mall, the president told his audience, "You're never going to take back our country with weakness." And he said he hoped Pence would quote do the right thing by not certifying the election. After the mob stormed the Capitol, Trump tweeted, Mike Pence didn't have the courage to do what should have been done to protect our country and our constitution. <laughs> yo, yo, I I don't really take these people seriously at all, right? So I don't think that you know, I'm not even gonna I'm put that out there. I'm not gonna put that out there because I don't want people to be like, Well, if they had gotten a hold of Congress people, they would have killed you know, I don't fucking know, right? Right. But all I'm saying is that it is kind of funny how he was just just shooting, just like just just fired off the hip and engineering <laughs> sort of the murder of Mike Pence. You know what I'm saying? Like he's just like casually just shooting shit out there, man. Yeah. L- like just like like oh, if they hang him, like okay, that's fine with me. Like come on, man. <laughs> he's so cavalier about it. I guess is what I'm saying about another man's life. Yeah. I remember thinking in the early Trump years, like what really scared me was a guy like Pence, like a guy. Who believes all the same things as Trump, but is not driven by the same character flaws, to put it lightly, as Trump. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, part of Trump's appeal is that he's a very charismatic guy mm-hmm. to a certain group of people in this country, whereas mm-hmm. Mike Pence isn't. Like, I guess, like the kind of the perfect hybrid between Pence and Trump was Bush. Bush was yeah. the like the perfect hybrid of a fucking killer. But a guy who had like charm to a certain segment of the country, like, and maybe that's why Mike Pence would take that bargain because he knows that he's not really like a rabble rouser. He's not like a, he's no, not like a he's charmer. a statesman. He's right, a right. statesman supposedly. He's, he's not a populist. He's a statesman. You're right. So like he would mm-hmm. take if they did offer them the presidential medal. <laughs> oh, he would definitely take it. Um, Around this same time, some of Trump's supporters erected a gallows. <laughs> an a- I love this part. An actual hanging station outside the Capitol building. Do you think they really would have hung Mike Pence, bro? They might have. I mean, that would have been <laughs> fucking hilarious. <laughs> Dog. Dog. Yo. Yo, fuck 9-11. From now on, I would have been like, yo, where were you on January 6th when this motherfucker was swinging in the fucking January air, man? <laughs> dude yo i'm not even saying this in like a you know romanticization of violence i'm just saying that that would be fucking wild yo that would be insane (laughs) (laughs) 
Yo, Trump's reaction. What if he gave the same reaction like he did when they told him RBG died? He's like, oh. first time hearing about it. Actually. First time hearing about it. Oh, really? That's too bad. He was a great man. Oh, fuck. Perfect hair. Other Trump supporters attacked police, breached the building, and roamed the halls chanting, Hang Mike Pence. <laughs> Whether Pence knew these details at the time remains unclear. He was being hustled out of ways by the harm's way by the Secret Service. Pence was probably unaware that one mile away, as Trump was watching the scene on television, the president said, two witnesses reportedly told the committee something to the effect of, okay, so many qualifiers, maybe Mr. Pence should be hung. <laughs> Did he say that? Come on. Uh, two witnesses told the committee that he, he really did say that. <laughs> Actually, Yo, no. I do think I he probably that. said that. <laughs> Yo, I, totally. This is the thing. This is the thing I'm saying is that he's so cavalier. I mean, like, look, I looked it up before we did this about presidents that had beef with vice presidents. There is um, there was uh, uh, Andrew Jackson and um, God, I can't even fucking remember the guy's name now. There was uh, Tom, there was Thomas Jefferson and Aaron Burr. Yes, Aaron Burr. They had fucking beef. There was a uh, uh, um, um, Lyndon B. Johnson and Kennedy, right? But yeah. this is like this is like yo, this man is like literally using your life <laughs> as like a political <laughs> football. He's just so cavalier. Like, well, maybe they should hang him. Maybe he'd learn his lesson. <laughs> like this is. That's just unprecedented. Yo. I will say that is unprecedented, man. Per Haberman's reporting, the Secret Service wanted to evacuate Pence from the Capitol, but the vice president refused to leave because he judged that doing so would weaken our democracy and give Trump and his violent followers a victory. <laughs> oh, man, yo, if imagine if that he said that and they still hung him, yo, dude, I guarantee you he would not go down as a martyr for history. His name would be forgotten and like, fuck, like, I, it would it be forgotten, but it wouldn't, he wouldn't be a martyr for the right. You know what I'm saying? No, he's making would, memes about him. There's dude. no fucking way that he he literally had a profiles encouraged moment and said, "Doing so, leaving this bunker would weaken democracy and give a victory to Trump and his violent followers." Like, there's no fucking way. <laughs> Wait, imagine they You're made right. him he would be lost to the, to the God. He would be lost to the dustbin of history. You're right. Like, <laughs> he would be. He would be. I'm just imagining him kneeling to the QAnon guy, like the the dude with the fucking like the furniture like that. He makes him kneel down before him. <laughs> so fucking ridiculous. Like if we're gonna have like fucking high drama in the dissolution of the empire, why does it have to be like? Why does it have to be shit like televised news? Uh, you know, law theater, court theater. Yeah, like C-SPAN, bro. Yeah, I don't want fucking court theater. I want Mike Pence getting hung by the guy with parody, you know, parody, of course. Yeah, parody it's, all, it's, all fucking, it's all fucking ridiculous and funny, but, like, that's the entertainment, like, that's what we deserve. That's the high drama we deserve. Yo, they're trying to paper over the contradictions and hide them with these continued, like, proceedings, proceduralism, decorum, civility. But, like, you know, maybe it's because we're diseased, but we can see that shit for what it is, man. Dude, they can't is, They can't do it for long. This is why, like, we will never truly know what happened to, like, Julius Caesar or, you know what I mean? Like, because, like, immediately after, like, history gets, like, corrected and then all the other shit just immediately gets discarded. Yeah, yeah. For Haberman's reporting, the secrets are, okay. Um, so he stayed in an underground loading dock until it was safe for him to return to the joint session and formalize Joe Biden's victory. See, I don't know, Mike. I kind of think it would be braver of him to have gone out there to the masses 
Me and too. tried to like appeal with to them. You know what I mean? To yeah, appeal to yeah. them to say, "My fellow Americans, you're better than this." Yeah. Uh, and then you know, obviously, someone throws a get a rocket, to- <laughs> yeah, a tomato at him or whatever. That would have been braver. I think that would have merited, yeah, a presidential medal of freedom. Which, by the way, I think he deserves anyways, though. So I still, I still think he should get it, man. I think he still. I still think he should get it. This extraordinary series of events added up to a constitutional crisis. The crisis was set in motion by President Trump and then abetted by Republicans in the House and Senate who voted to reject electors. Had Pence done what the President of the U.S. and his party's members in Congress demanded he do, it's not clear what would have happened next. Pence single-handedly averted the next... Can I tell you what would have happened? (laughs) Nothing. Nothing. We would have just got a new change in, like, management, and nothing would have fucking happened, and everybody would have forgot about it next week, bro. Like, come on, son. Pence single-handedly averted the next catastrophe. See, Aaron? Here's where you're wrong. And then tried to restore some sense of normal functioning to our democracy. (laughs) On January 20th, Pence returned to the Capitol. The trumpets played a fanfare. He and his wife, Karen, were announced. And they were walked down the red carpet together, holding hands. The people assembled to witness the inauguration of Joe Biden clapped politely. When Kamala Harris made her appearance, her entrance, Pence applauded her in turn. In the intervening months, Pence has tried, however ineffectually, to push back against the most virulent aspects of the Trump administration. Dude, this is a fucking guy who didn't he legalize gay transversion? Yes, therapy yes, in his state, and fuck? yes. But this yeah. this guy's a fucking sociopath. Um, whatever. But, but it's okay, tr- Terrence, because when you throw under people, other people under the bus, as long you can do that as long as you stand up against Trump and stand up for the democracy. Yes, right, 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 right. I forgot that democracy is the most important thing here. He could have been a fucking goat eat, like a like a fucking like goat fucker or some shit like that, or a baby eater, <laughs> and they literally would have rehabilitated him if it meant that, like he said, one bad thing about Trump. Uh huh. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> um. Last February, uh, Pence gave a speech in which he said that Trump was wrong about the election. He also countered the revisionist view of January 6th as being a peaceful protest by very fine people who are now political prisoners. Pence called it a dark day and framed the question as being about the survival of democracy. The truth is there's more at stake than our party or our political fortunes, he said. If we lose faith in the Constitution, we won't just lose elections. We'll lose our country. In April, Pence gave a pedestrian political speech at the at UVA but detoured to pay his respects at the memorial to Heather Hare. Dude, I didn't know that. Whoa. That is so disgusting. Like, That's fuck you. as fuck. Yeah, dude. like, fuck off, dude. Like, like, like the oh fact that it didn't bother him at the time, in 2017, yeah. it's a mockery of the whole fucking thing that he would go down there and do that. It's like, fuck off. If you want to show your respects, don't fucking come here. Like go yeah, exactly. fucking kill yourself. Like that. Like, exactly. That's the, that's the level. Walk of into mistake. the sea. <laughs> exactly. Like that's the level of mistake it is. It's like you don't yeah. get to fucking atone for it by going to the site, whatever. It's like you no. play, you've played a fucking hand in this, you piece of shit. Jesus, <clears throat> man. Yeah, it's completely disgusting. Um, but in the eyes of this writer, mm. you know, who is like dazzled by even just this, this the most basic, like a baby gesture. Then yeah, it's it's heroic. The story of Mike Pence is the negative space in the January 6th committee investigation. As more deep... Fuck no. I guarantee you that Mike Pence... What, what happened is... If Mike Pence isn't at these things, I guarantee it's because he flipped. He fucking probably yeah. just ratted everybody out and like turned over a shitload of fucking documents and stuff. Oh, immediately, dude. You know, like... 
for, for not because he felt again not out of any sort of like oh i'm doing the right thing but to save his own fucking ass man yep um without him uh we might not have this committee without him we might not even have this republic <laughs> dog the bulwark i'm working dog i'm working so hard right now the, i'm working so fucking hard right now <laughs> bro you, you know you know what she just said bro that's like that's like an arsonist and his buddy like set your house on fire and like maybe one guy lit the fire and the other guy like you know what i'm saying like put his arms over the flame his hands so that you know it could catch fire uh-huh. and then you say like i don't know man like you know what i mean like you're just you're giving credit to the dude and saying he saved it when he facilitated the whole fucking thing man at least by not doing anything that's at what least, happens when least. you you're it's what happens when you work too hard when man. you work too much man you work too fucking you need to get off that work man <laughs> stop working so much stop working jonathan <laughs> At some point, the January 6th committee committee will complete its work and issue a report, which will probably be heavy on malefactors who attempted to overturn our democracy. Hopefully, it will also have recommendations on how to avoid another January 6th. But the reports... 12 easy steps how to avoid another January 6th. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Uh, Listicle at the bulwark. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but the report should reserve some space to praise Mike Pence, the man who stood in the breach. <laughs> the man who stood in the breach. Dude, fuck off. This he put so his figure stupid. He put his figure and he stuck his <laughs> finger in the hole the the hole of democracy. <laughs> All the democracy was coming oh, out and he plugged God. his finger in the hole, man. It's so like <laughs> <laughs> Has like political culture always been this stupid? I mean, yes. I mean, nah, I don't think so, man. No, that's not true. I mean, I mean, I guess like what I can remember politically is Obama and all that insane shit. No, Bush. What am I talking about? But I feel like I was forming it, memories then. It's but dis- no, dude, it's disgusting. It's kind of like um, it kind of is of a mind with the kind of Disney worship. You know yes. what I'm saying? Like it is yes. all part of a larger, I don't know, psychological condition or disposition, yeah. sort of some sort of socio-psychological disposition where people yes. are completely infantile. Like they mm-hmm. they really process the world as a child would and does, mm-hmm. and. Uh, and the fact that that is the thing that is culturally hegemonic, that's mm-hmm. what's so terrifying. Yes, It's man. like a yes. massive fucking baby. Like fucking <laughs> um, the biggest fucking baby in the world. Just like, and like you see Godzilla coming out of the water and you're looking at the fucking baby and you're like, dude, I don't. <laughs> I don't know if you got, I don't know if you got that, man. He got like that heat, that heat vision type of shit with his mouth, the beams coming out of his mouth, and you're just a baby, man. It's like, yeah, it's like, yeah, you're a big baby. Like that's you have the size, you have like a size advantage on the Godzilla monster, whatever the fucked up thing yeah, crawling yeah, out of the ocean yeah. is. But like at the end of the day, you also are a fucking baby. So like you're well, going down, <laughs> bro, bro. Like, like, yo, you're so fucking right because. Because I was thinking about it. I think that I've always said this, man. I don't know if this is bullshit, maybe, but I think that the right are better materialists 
than liberals, right? Not the left, but liberals, because the right understands that this is a contestation over resources. And like, you know, their prescription for the problem, though, is like obviously heinous, right? Like all the shit that's anathema to us. But I Uh think like... I think like the liberal mindset, like really infantile, like infant, infantant, infant, infantilized. It can it can only be infantilizing now infantilizing because is the word. at one point it did seem like cap democracy could coexist with capitalism. Yes. It seemed like that at one point. It really yes. did, and it can't. I mean, it's just obvious that it can't. And yes. That's why they have reverted to the child like goo goo gaga state. They're the big baby with the fucking like cloth diaper or like clothes. <laughs> yeah, the cloth diaper waving a rattle or some shit like that. <laughs> it's and just it, like it, like one string of hair like coming out of its head, right. like one curly string. The thing that gave liberalism it's like it's you know, its whole reason for mm-hmm. existence in the mid twentieth century was that it did look for a while that they had figured out how to allow capitalism and democracy to coexist. Military Keynesianism. Yeah. It was called yeah. military Keynesianism. Yeah. And so it's like once that, once it proved that that was not going to manage the contradictions, mm-hmm. they they it's just been a slow process over forty years of them growing into infancy. It's just, degeneration, man. Just like, degeneration. It's degeneration. <laughs> Yo, you're that's exactly that's exactly where I was going with it, man. Exactly because. Like I keep saying, I know I keep saying this, but it just really just blows my mind. The confluence of events, right, that have been happening for the past, since the pandemic, really. But I'm like, oh, bro, they literally cannot, are not, not only are they not willing to, like, like observe the contradictions and do what's necessary, but they're not capable of even doing that. So, like you said, the only thing that you could do is regression, it's the only regr- thing that yeah. you could do is adopt like a Disney type, like fucking like good versus evil narrative. Yeah. Because otherwise, like it would be like staring into the face of God, right? Like you just cannot yeah. do it, man. Your face would melt. Yeah. I mean, over time, like I don't think that like I, I think further degeneration is possible. It really <laughs> is. I think it further degeneration is possible. What does that even look like, though? That's terrified, bro. I don't know. I think it's going to be absolutely heinous. I think it's going to be absolutely heinous. I think like it's going to be a bloodbath. I mean, it's going to uh, be what it's going to be is it's going to be fortress states. It's going to be like yeah. the infantile fortress state. You know what I mean? Like Disney. Yeah. You can fucking hang out inside their park and. What did you say just- last time? You said you said political. Oh, I just learned this term since you said it. You were talking about political geography, right? That's attuned. Yeah, yeah. It's like political psychogeography is what it is, man. Yeah, Everybody's yeah. gonna have their own liberal haven, and then the rest of it will be like parable of the sour wall cities. You know what I'm saying? I, I think that's probably gonna be the case because there's no other. The thing is, is like America is so big that it might be able to handle that for a for a while, not forever. Yeah. That might be another formulation, though, of how this country figures out how to manage fundamental contradictions. Is that yeah, like some sort something like that, where like the only solution to this pro- problem is a kind of reallocation or a redistribution in geography, because mm-hmm. we got plenty of fucking space for that. I mean, depending yeah. on who you want to fucking uproot and like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. And with climate change too, man, and like climate collapse and shit like that, it'll definitely be like, yeah, like you're right. It'll definitely be like, uh, 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 yeah, everybody will have their kind of like, own like haven and safe space well, but have to defend it against others you know what that's I mean? why that's why that that's why they want to recall like progressive da's like anything mm-hmm. that even remotely fucks with the way that like now forming state 
operates for police state because I think that like we are probably in the middle stages of that like what is yeah. probably going to become the final form of it mm. anything that fucks with that has to go yeah. like and it probably seemed idealistic and hopeful and everything to them when they voted for him like two years ago in mm. the wake of this rebellion but like they now realize you know orange man is bad you know he's gone yeah. so it's like yeah. they don't have to worry about that anymore and so yeah. it's to them part of the crisis has been solved in and of itself because yeah. um, that's how that's how superficial they are. That's how fast I, you know. That's how mm. easily uh, mm-hmm. persuaded and um, entertained they are. It's really. Yo, you're you're so right because you're so right because the only I feel like like it wasn't necessarily Bernie. I think that that made the Democrats even superficially um, adopt some of his platform positions right like whatever nominal progressive direction they moved in slightly i really don't think it was because of bernie man right i think it was because of trump and i think it was because Mm -hmm. they needed besides just campaigning before they figured out oh, all we have to do is campaign on orange man bad they i think for a minute they were like an alternative like we have the alternative we have the answer sort of right yeah and but it, you know what i mean like i, I don't yeah. know if i'm making sense it wasn't <clears throat> no. really because they endorsed those ideas it was because they recognized that they could capitalize on this progressive kind of upswing you know what i mean and yeah. and seem like they were headed in a different direction you know yeah no it was a completely cynical uh, pivot in the moment like mm. a heel turn mm. um and, and then and, once once Trump is out of office, you don't need these progressive ideas anymore. The crazy thing is, is that like they didn't even have to do any of that. You know what I mean? Like the mm. left already knew that we we already knew like oh, yeah, Biden yeah. wasn't going to do shit for yeah. anybody, even yeah. us, even if he said he was going to. It's like yeah. even then we also didn't. I don't know. I think myself, anyways, but mm. a vast majority of people probably didn't think Bernie would either. It just yeah. seemed like true. true. The it just seems like the easiest answer to the kind of cry you know like or like the most expeditious answer uh, mm. to to the crisis in front of us it at least bought us some more time yeah um but i don't know i mean they're just going for broke man i think like i think like you said it last time we were talking about a couple episodes ago it's like yeah you don't really have anything left to offer people that, so like you just double down <laughs> you know that's the thing like they're not even I don't even know if they look at it that way. I think that, like, in the same way that when you're a baby, you don't know what you don't know. You know what I mean? Like, you are so insulated in your own mind and, like, sort of world. Like, you don't know what you don't know any longer. Like, the world just is sensory experience. Like, what you put in your mouth. um, You have have no sight, no taste, no smell (laughs) beyond, like, what what surrounds you five feet around you. Yeah, no, that's that's how checked out of it they are. That's why, like, all of these calls to, like, Feinstein, retire. Like, when are they going to finally wake up and do something that's about the Supreme Court? Like, I I hate to break it to you, but they're not waking up ever. And so, like, you have have to adjust accordingly. They're, like, they can't wake up. Because they have degenerated <laughs> so badly, like they're they like they don't even know that they don't know that they don't know that they're fucking up. <laughs> <laughs> like there's so many levels of shit, yo. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's like it takes. It really does take. Like, I mean, a lot of people know this. I'm preaching to the choir, but like at mm. the same time, 
it's hard not to get sucked into it because the the Democrats are constantly doing theater because they fucking yeah. love theater. And so, like, yeah, yeah, for yeah. a moment, you have to still have these conversations with your, you know, what few liberal friends you do have left at this mm. point. Um, mm. Or you have to see it in the news or whatever, or the people who care about democracy, like small-town newspaper editors, care yeah. a whole fucking lot about it. You, they put it on your newspaper every week. Jesus, <laughs> but, man. Um, but yeah, no, uh, Pence's attempt to, all right, I'm just not even finished with this, sorry. <laughs> yeah, y'all go, no, go, I have nothing to talk Pence's attempt to salvage the Republican Party won't succeed, it will not, okay, well, thanks, John Fast, it will, uh, if we finally get to that part, it will fail not because of any intrinsic problem with the party itself, okay, what? where's this going, political parties are merely vessels for the will of the people, but because the problem with the Republican <laughs> Yo, dog. It's dog. Like, it depends. Like, this is like a fundamental. Like, the focus on the two party thing has made people, I think, it's kind of been like an op that's successfully yeah. made people think that both parties operate the same way. But oh, like, that they're fundamentally, vir- that they're virtuous. Like, fundamentally, vir- they're virtues, right? Right, exactly. Exactly. Because they exist and they're big, <laughs> then for- surely they must, uh, you know. Uh, reproduce on terms of virtuous principles. So, also, I want to know something. If party political parties are the will of the people, then was Trump really wrong? Because the people <laughs> that got him in the office wanted him to be fucking king. So, I mean, like, in he that just, case... You're right! Dude, you're exactly right. He was just doing what the people wanted him to do. They're the ones who wanted Trump. They're the ones who approve of January 6th. They're the ones who insist that Trump actually won in 2020. They're the ones who are clamoring to nominate him again in 2024. Um, Republican, I mean, like, this is the thing. Like, liberals, it's easier for the liberals to fall back on this. Um, Mm. Like, the problem is Republican voters. uh, When, like, I, I don't know. I feel like it's a trap that you don't even have to really fall into like yes there are a lot of bad republican voters there are a lot of misled republican voters there are a lot of whatever i mean it's just too much too big a group of people to make a universal thing or whatever it is true however that the people running the republican party are bad like you it is universally true that every single one of them is unequivocally unequivocally, like a psychopathic like blood bathing like fucking (laughs) you know insane person moloch worshiping yes yeah moloch exactly (laughs) whatever like you can't make a a generalization about a large group of people like a voter base but you can about the people running that party including mike fucking pence you goddamn idiot (laughs) who you are praising (laughs) yeah like that's the contradiction in this thing that's why they always go for like they they are i don't know man it's really weird like they're liberals who hate people and so like Mm. they always go for like the profiles encourage like great man the individualizing right 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 so that's why the answer to them is it's bad because republican voters yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, dude, that, I mean, and that thing, too, just fucking blows my fucking mind is, like, so, like, if, again, it's a it's a paradox, right? Because if the Republican voters are bad and then they vote these people into office who then do bad things, then what's the problem? What are you complaining about, you know? Right, 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 right. No, I, exa- exactly. I mean, well, he says right here, uh, Republican voters view all the terrible outcomes from the first Trump administration not as bugs but features. This is what they want. But political parties are not monoliths. About one-third of Republican voters have a relatively clear-eyed view of what happened on January 6th. About one-fifth of Republican voters know that Joe Biden won a sacred landslide 
a sacred landslide victory over Trump. Wait, in the for real sacred? Sacred. Uh, about one in twenty Republican voters prefers Trump to Pence for twenty twenty four. Okay, that's well, that's not enough to that's actually make him the nominee. Not relevant at all. You said <laughs> one out of twenty four. <laughs> yeah, it, like probably one out of twenty four want like fucking. Uh, Eric Adams for president. You know yeah, what I mean? You like, telling me if I reach in a bag of twenty four <laughs> jelly beans to pick out a blue one out of green ones? You know what I'm saying? Like that's a very small is- amount of fucking people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What are you talking about, man? Um, <laughs> Democrats ought to be trying to pry these voters away from the Republican Party in the event that Trump runs again. Um, okay. How? Okay. okay, okay how? Okay. How? Exactly. How? <laughs> what is your fucking answer? How? Like. By invoking, like, democracy? like By shaming them? Yeah. By making it clear that the Democratic Party appreciates Mike Pence as a hero. <laughs> Yo, is that that's, really the end of that sentence? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, dog. Dog. I'm running for office. I'm running for office in, uh, in your district. And my number one platform <laughs> is to make sure that we have January 6th. It's Pence Day, man. <laughs> Who does that appeal to? Who the fuck are you talking to? Yo, they don't want to win, dog. They don't. They don't want to win. Who does that? Who does that appeal to? I just don't. You know, I mean, like it's like five or six years into this like reckoning on yeah. the left mm. between like a, a you know a populist movement based around like nor norms and virtue principles and virtues of de- like democracy and yeah. unbound duty or whatever the fuck Amy McGrath's yeah. thing was or like the alternative which again I've given up on I don't fucking care anymore but it is just <laughs> the alternative like offering people like social democratic uh, material mm-hmm. benefits and all that etc mm-hmm. I, I don't obviously one of those won mm-hmm. it, it could possibly be the case that the other one could win maybe mm-hmm. fucking AOC like uh you know, is a Machiavellian genius and like takes over the house and all this other yeah, stuff. Yeah. That takes could over be the party. That could yeah. be the case. I'm not against any of that. I'm not against mm. running progressive DAs. I'm not against re- engaging in electoral politics. None of that. I just keep coming back to the fact that it's too late. <clears throat> I just yeah. th- I feel personally that it's too fucking late. Like all the fucking things that are, are afflicting us right now. It feels like. <laughs> Like the the window for doing something about them was a long time ago. No, so it was like I, thirty I, years ago, man. Right. That's why, like, I'm trying to develop a worldview that is based on that fundamental. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's too late. It's too fucking late, man. It is time to be looking at like, <laughs> like fucking, fucking bunker boys, bro. Ex- bunker boys. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, oh, oh, seriously though, it's just like not Doomer. It's not Doomer not, shit. No, not, I'm fucking not, staying alive, bitch. Shit, I'm not, bro. This is a black, black pill. I'm not fucking like blowing my. I'm not walking off a bridge because the fucking no. world is failing. Fuck no, I'm surviving, bitch. Bro, I was bored, <laughs> ready for the end of the world. Like I've been, like I, I keep using this word calcified, man. My heart and mind has been calcified for 31 <laughs> years up until this historical moment. <laughs> It is like a fatalism. I really do think it's like this kind of fatalism where it's like you and I mean, I'm guilty of this, too. But it's like you can't envision or it's difficult to envision anything outside of electoral politics. You know, it's difficult to like even conceive of how that would happen. So 
the only thing that you can do is kind of convince yourself of these like true yeah you could say that the party has been moved to the left a little bit but the whole country's moved so far right that it's inconsequential mm-hmm. you know so it's yeah. just like it's just like i mean i don't i mean again not trying to be doomer about it but it's like yo if it was gonna happen it probably would have happened already in the way that these people envisioned with entryism i guess is what it's called right yeah, changing yeah, yeah, the right. party from within it would have happened already dog, right you know? right 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 i just i feel like we can close the book on that that seems yeah, pretty like it's okay that, that, i think it's okay to close the book on that like and i don't know why it's controversial saying so. if you want to continue plugging away at that so be it. I don't care. I'm not gonna yeah, stop dude, anybody. Like, I mean, and like, and I, and I don't even exactly. And I don't even think it's necessarily wrong or misguided. No. Everybody's on their own goddamn path because that's all we've got at this point. This all, you know, all got, you can, man. All you can do is just kiss your ass and just hope that like it turns out for the fucking best and like yeah. support one another. There's like no way to really say for sure what's the right and wrong path other than oh. like don't be doomer and try mm. to look out for yourself and others and try to stay alive <laughs> that, that's yo that's all you can do and i mean in the meantime and read and like educate yourself like, educate that's that. yourself that's it you know maybe learn how to like ride a horse you know what yeah, i'm saying ride a shoot horse a, <laughs> ride a horse shoot a harpoon fucking... yes bow and arrow yeah anything hell like yeah that, anything like that grow all some those... food all those things. Put poison like at the t- at the end of a dart, the end of a t- the tip of a dart. Yeah. Like rub rub it, on, squeeze a frog's back to like a green poisonous <laughs> ooze comes out, and you rub that on the tip of your arrowhead. Use it as assassin. Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> assassinate your political enemies. There are all the kinds. Exactly. There are all kinds of skills you could be learning right now. Oh uh, shit. <laughs> anyways. So, there's one more thing I wanted to talk about today. We're almost, we are so far over, but it's all right. No matter, I don't care. Um, we've been talking about, like, you had, you had, you had told me that there was something new with the Fulton County DA. It's just, it's, it's an interesting yes. thing to, like, juxtapose Chesa Boudin. Mm-hmm. Boudin I'm never going to get his fucking name right. I'm sorry, dog. <laughs> Chesa Boudin. If you're, if you're listening, Chesa Boudin. Um... <laughs> Uh, it's an interesting thing to like juxtapose that with like the Fulton County DA, who like mm-hmm. we talked about on the show a few mm-hmm. weeks ago with regards to the young thug thing. Yeah. yeah. Um. But and I told you I had something on that. You did. Yeah, you said you had something crazy. Um. So wait. First of all, was there any new news from her? Like, what's going nah, on with all that? The only thing I sent you because I thought it was funny was that um. Apparently, she has like a security detail because there have been threats on her life, but not it's not just from like it. First of all, it's not from YSL. It's not like officially through YSL. It's through fans, which YSL is like um, Young Thug's uh, clothing brand and uh, record label. So it's fans of Young Thug and like Gunna and all these other rappers and shit. But also she's getting death threats from Chud's. Like these MAGA chuds, because oh. apparently she's gonna open up like a a special something. I don't know a jury. I don't know something into the uh, presidential elections in Georgia here. So she's not just getting it, huh? Interesting. So she's like yeah. going after the whole Trump stop the steal thing. Yeah, she's doing that, and then also though she's going after a completely different. Like it's like a Venn diagram, yo. It's like the people who think that the election was stolen. Then people who like YSL and Young Thug both hate the Fulton DA. 
know what I mean? It's just like two completely different fucking people. I mean, I'm not saying that Trump supporters don't listen to Young Thug. Pretty sure that they don't. I'm not saying that Young Thug supporters aren't Trump supporters. They might be. But, you know, it's just that kind of confluence of a... Of finding the uh, the right enemy to hate, which you know, right? Yeah. It seems very much like she's got her eye on higher political office. Like you said that last time, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's it's like this is some high profile shit. She's trying to be mayor, man. She's trying to. You said last time a good point that the the going after organized gangs and shit and crime, which she's just talking about gangs, right? Like just black boys, man, and gangs and mm-hmm. shit like that. She's uh she's trying to like like stake like out a, a path for herself and try to build like this thing you said this thing that she can run on that she knows that will get her attention if she decides to run for future office right you're exactly right that's exactly right yeah. um okay after we did that episode i got a message um on the old instagram mm. and uh so let me just read you this this is this is pretty crazy um it's from a, a message named from someone named brett um 29 years old um, about to turn thirty. So happy birthday, Brett! Um, happy birthday, Brett! They live in North Carolina. Um, so this is the message I got at first. Let me just read it to you. This is pretty fucking crazy. Uh, um, the Fulton County DA indicted me on charges for a felony terroristic threat because I made a tweet that said, "Good morning, I'm gonna blow up CNN." <laughs> 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 Wait, he's gonna blow up with CNN? Oh uh, yeah, good morning. I'm gonna blow up CNN. Um, <laughs> funny tweet, in my opinion. I mean, yes. Uh, would I encourage anybody else to make it? Um, no. no and I've made many tweets like that. That's why I'm on my seventh account. Yes. Right. Yes. And as yes, you have made many tweets like this. And as yes. Brett pointed out himself, he said, you know, probably not the best thing to tweet, but he didn't tag CNN. Um, yeah. Didn't reply to anything they said regardless i guess the fbi was just like name searching and they uh he spent four days in jail and had to spend eight thousand dollars on lawyer fees what the fuck um so let me let me go through the details of this dude this is fucking nuts um he's not even from georgia he's down in atlanta Mm. uh with some friends and yeah like i guess they were walking by the cnn building and he tweeted, good morning, I'm going to blow up the scene. <laughs> <laughs> um, Wait, did he have a, I, I hope he had a picture, it'd be funny if he had a picture attached, like smiling, like with the CNN, like the soul logo in the background, like smiling hella hard, cheesing. I'm going to blow up the CNN center's caption. <laughs> I hope so. Um, I hope so. Like, yeah, like, like he, like he said, no tags, completely isolated on an account with 86 followers. Man, they're fucking going after the lobies. It's fucking crazy. They really are, man. Um, so anyways, uh, he, he's about to go out to a party. He says, next thing I know, I'm getting three calls at once from various Atlanta numbers. So I answer one of them, and it's the FBI. He starts off by asking me questions about my mental health and not even mentioning the tweet. I tell him I don't believe he is who he says he is, and I don't want to talk to him. So he tells me to Google the FBI number of the city I live what? in. What? call it and dial this extension uh he hangs up i don't do it he calls back two minutes later and says he is outside my apartment asked me about the gun mounted on the wall in the living room this can be seen if you look in the window and asked me if my cat will be all right if i don't come home for a while 
This is fucking crazy, dude. Yo, so he threatened a man's cat. He's threatened a man's cat. Like. This is how dishonorable they are. And after this story, I am more convinced than ever that they listen to every single fucking Trillbillies episode. So, hi, I know you're listening. You have no honor. This Yo, is par- not. This is not honorable behavior. Also, it was all parody. Everything that we said about Mike Pence swinging at the January breeze. It was a fucking joke. I'm not the one who erected gallows outside of the Capitol. I didn't so do it. Everything is. Obviously a joke on this show. Uh, uh, the, the, the thing is, is this show literally is just us like bitching and moaning how everything is fucked every week. Yeah, exactly. So obviously we're not going out doing anything. No, we're cowards at heart. We're definitely not supposed <laughs> to do it. <laughs> um, he then explains why they called and continues asking me questions about where I was, how many weapons I own, and where they were. He then asked me about a post they found about my mother dying and a post about my hospitalization. Dude, like, just manipulative, fucked up shit. Like, you what know what I'm saying? Like, fuck, a bunch of your mother dying. Like, there's no fucking need to bring any of that in. This is some mobster shit. Like, mobster is like, uh, uh, what are your kids' names again? Uh, exactly. Jimmy and Bob. Exactly. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck? He he asks if he can speak with my friends and ask them all the same questions. <clears throat> After about 20 minutes, he says, "Thank you. I have all I need. We have to hand this over to state police." State police then call me and say that they already know where I am to stay there and that they were going to come watch me delete the tweet and that I could go to the party afterwards. Very fucking crazy that they know where the fuck he is. And all he had to do is just delete the tweet? Well, he, he had already deleted the tweet. About 10 minutes later, nine cops are outside with plain clothes and bulletproof vests on. I'm asked to pull out my phone. I do. They tell me to put it on the ground and put my hands behind my back. I say, why? I said, you said I could go. And he said, exact quote, things change. I was never read my rights. So I was put in an interrogation room with a clock that looked very intentionally broken. It had wires dangling out of the bottom of it. I have no idea how long I was in there. I fell asleep. I was never questioned. I was brought to Fulton County Jail on the charges of felony terroristic threat. Spent four nights in Fulton County Jail. and was not given the blood thinner medication I take daily. Um... In my first appearance via Zoom, the public defender asked that my bail be set at $500 on the grounds that I was clearly joking, admit it was stupid, and learned my lesson. And the district attorney said, this is an exact quote, Have we not learned anything from January 6th? Actions have consequences. $20,000 bail and no social media for the duration of this case. Fucking insane dog dog have we not learned anything from Bro, january 6th they're going yo first of all very sorry that happened to Brett. all of that sucks especially but yo hold up they're gonna i'm just still baffled at the fact that she said compare this to january 6th they're going to <laughs> use this for 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 time immemorial bro. on everything for, for every single thing dude they will use this when there are like police drones making sure that you go straight from home to work. You know what I'm saying? When we live in our little walled like prison, like carceral cities, mm-hmm. it's gonna be like it's gonna be like. Uh, remember January 6th? Never forget. It's the new Never 9/11, bro. <laughs> it's the new 9/11, man. And like three cops died, and a guy three with, cops died. Like, man. Problems. Um. Yeah, the judge signed off on this. Um, I was indicted by a grand jury in early May. All of the research I did on grand jury indictments in Georgia as well is advice from lawyers, friends who are lawyers. 
made it very pressing that I hi- immediately hired a lawyer. So he hired a lawyer, $8,000 retainer. Um, you know, I admit tweeting that was dumb, but I've tweeted wilder things in the past with no consequences. I grew up online. I grew up on, you know, and it's just, you know, yeah. our lives, obviously. Yeah, it sounds like us. <clears throat> yeah. I admit I, it was dumb, but I don't think it was $10,000 dumb. I also never got my phone back. Um, just, I don't know, man. It's just, uh, dude, Fulton, I'll tell you now, like, uh, I've never been there, but, uh, Fulton County jail, uh, one of the worst jail systems that you could possibly want to be in. I mean, yeah. if these are the people that are going to overreact to a tweet, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Well, I guess it's the FBI, but that's another thing is like, you didn't tag it. So that mm. means like. They and how did they find out where well, you were? Oh I know, God, dude. It's, so it's creepy, fucking crazy. Man. I think what it is, I think what it is, is that like the DA has made it a priority, and I don't know what the like the linking up of the DA and like mm. the FBI is. Mm. I know, like like every state, Georgia probably has its own FBI, um, yeah. like yeah. its own Bureau of Investigation or whatever. Yeah, and yeah. so maybe that was them. I don't. I don't know. Regardless, I guess maybe the FBI was. Uh, surveilling, and mm-hmm. they handed this over to the Fulton County DA. I mean, and this is this is, I think, a prime example in why having like a quote unquote progressive DA is useful because they're not going to do stupid shit like this, or you would hope not. Theoretically, you would yeah. hope they wouldn't like go after people making you know Tweets. jokes online. It's yeah. it's yeah. Uh, I don't I don't know. It's yeah. it, I don't know. It's just it's just another crazy example of how like the state. When it wants to, can find you and everything about you and make your life living fucking hell. And uh, can't stop, can't stop a, a mass shooter like but in the Uvalde case. You know what that I'm That is that is exactly fucking right. And like as he pointed out to me in his message, like um, he said, it's wild the way the FBI agents talk to me. Like he started out the gate with making it seem like he already knew everything about me, which only makes it more wild when they're aware of someone who's threatening to to do a mass shooting and they don't do anything. I I mean, it's like, bro, this is what gets me into like American Gladio type of thinking, man. Like I'm not know, being conspiratorial, man. but this Seriously. is the where it's like, you know, it's like it's how like, the you know, fuck they, they know everything about you. They know everything about you, but. The 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 the, the vents including the, where you are at any given moment, bro. Yo, I'm looking at my phone right now where I'm gonna talk about. It. I'm about to throw this shit out the window, man. Like, what the <laughs> fuck, dude? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, dude, me too. And how li- how liable are we? Like, not liable is not the word, maybe, but you're literally carrying around like this fucking GPS device around you all the time. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter if you turn off certain things. These radio signals, they can like kind of like I guess um just a, a cross-reference and use it to triangulate where you are. And it's like, you know everything about me and the shit that I post, but again, you can't stop a guy from going into a school or a supermarket and killing people, man. Very fucking crazy, dude. Very fucking Why weird. is that? I don't know. I'm not being conspiratorial. It's just no. like... Mm, no. <laughs> Very fucking know. weird. Um, well, anyways, I thought it was an interesting... A Tale of Two DAs. Uh, it's an interesting bookend. We did our episode like uh, Amy McGrath political ad we made a little yeah. oreo oreo sandwiched it, sandwiched yeah. it. except it this is t- one you actually want to eat you want to take your time <laughs> to bite through that like or uh, amy I, I almost called her oreo mcgrath man oreo mcgrath oreo oreo graph oreo mcgrath that's tight <laughs> um, oh, all right dog well that's probably it, it for the day there's people outside my office like looking at me like i'm insane um <laughs> 
But uh, thanks for tuning in, everybody. We want to go check out the Trillbillies. Go to patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Trillbillies. Or Trillbilly Workers Patreon Party. episode, people really liked. People really fucked with it. We had yeah. our, our good friend Katie on. We talked about... Uh, what did we talk about? Not the genetics Anarchist one versus the communist yeah, baseball. Yeah, yeah. Nah, but it was a specific like story. Oh, it was a uh, shit. What did we talk? We talked about the uh, resource. Well, the not Re- specifically yeah, resource generation, not- but the rich kids who want to invest their guilt away by impact washing or transformative Locks. investing. Yeah, yes, transformative investing. I know you want to listen to that. So go. That shit was really good. Go over to Patreon. You check that out. Um. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next time. Peace